Palestine Report on Sadaq al-Muslim with Maulana Ibrahim Musa. Maulana, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalamu wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. So the big story is the Israeli ambassador removed from the AU summit. Yes, this uh, is what it, uh, occurred Mulana, on Saturday at the opening ceremony of the African Union Summit in Addis Ababa. Uh, and the Israeli Foreign Ministry, according to reports, is livid about what had occurred. Uh, so if people have not seen the footage uh, at the uh, onset of this uh, ceremony, uh, security guards from the African Union came up to the Israeli delegation and uh, demanded that they leave. Uh, and there was a long discussion then by, uh, with the uh, Israeli Foreign Ministry Director General for Africa, uh, named Sharon Bali. Uh, she had this discussion with the security guards, and after several minutes of discussion, then she uh, left the building. The Israeli Foreign Ministry saying that uh, this ambassador was an accredited observer and had full access badges and therefore they're very uh, upset that despite being granted in their their opinion or you know permission originally to enter she was thereafter uh, ejected Uh, but then comes the direct uh, swipe from the israelis against south africa Uh, they're saying that uh, the african union has been taken hostage by a small number of, quote, extremist countries such as Algeria and South Africa. And uh, another uh, bizarre uh, addition to that, driven by hatred and controlled by Iran. Uh, The Israeli foreign ministry now saying that the South African uh, uh, charged the affair in, uh, in, in Palestine would be called over and will be given a dressing down by the uh, Israeli Foreign Ministry's Director, uh, Director General in, in the next few days. Uh, but there are also responses here from a number of South African players, uh, from government, from the presidency, from the ANC. Uh, so the, the spokesperson for uh, President Ramaphosa saying that the Israelis need to substantiate the claims that South Africa is behind us. Uh, Durko saying that uh, it, it was inappropriate that uh, the Israelis were there because you cannot have uh, a country uh, sitting and observing when uh, the whole AU is still deliberating on their presence in the structure at all. Uh, and meanwhile, the ANC saying uh, that they applaud this decision and the removal of the Israeli uh, delegation was the right thing. But there's another take to this from the African Union itself, which suggests that this was more procedural, uh, where the African Union uh, chairman spokesperson saying that a particular Israeli uh, Israeli diplomat was accredited and the person who was in the hall at that moment in time was not that diplomat and it was somebody else and therefore they were not rightfully the person who was there was not the, the right person to, to be in uh, the representative of Israel at that particular moment in time. Uh, as we know, this is an issue that has divided the AU since 2021, since they were given observer status, and thereafter South Africa, Algeria, and a number of other countries uh, raised uh, debate and uh, objection to this. And last year there was going to be a vote uh, that would decide the issue, but that was postponed. Uh, so as it stands, this just uh, complicates uh, the issue and the, the, the divisions yet further. All right, Abisab, so there's warnings of major escalation in Al-Quds? Yes, uh, not surprising. Uh, coming the, the, uh, the, the month of Ramadan is coming, but this is coming 
from Israeli security or Israeli uh, you know, intelligence services, services themselves, and they say that uh, a, an escalation in the occupied uh, Al-Quds and the West Bank is just a matter of time. And uh, they are pointing the finger themselves on the actions of the uh, newly crowned Israeli National Security Minister, so-called Itamar Ben-Gavir, uh, and he's been embarking on an unprecedented crackdown on Palestinians in Al-Quds. Uh, just to give, a, give a, a people a picture of what has been occurring in the past week alone, uh, he's demolished at least seven Palestinian buildings punitively. Uh, there have been 100 uh, people who have been arrested. Uh, in addition to existing checkpoints, dozens of new roadblocks and checkpoints confiscating the assets of former and current Palestinian political prisoners. And it's really become uh, petty. It's really become... Uh, very punitive, uh, attacking Palestinians unprovoked. A uh, number of children on their way to schools have been stopped and searched. Uh, bystanders and shopkeepers also attacked by Israeli police officers. And a number of Israeli police officers in Jerusalem have, have spiked. Uh, together with that, Ben Gavir has also uh, begun imposing harsher conditions against Palestinian prisoners, uh, closing their food canteens, cutting off hot water, removing kettles and uh, gas stoves used to heat food. Uh, and and uh, the, the, this uh, showing that, uh, you know, the, the situation in, in Al-Quds has always been volatile, uh, more so at this particular time of the year, but this is a deliberate attempt to uh, be as harsh as possible as, as on the Palestinians, and uh, the inevitable result of that would obviously be felt by, by, by Israelis. Uh, in response to these kind of measures, Palestinians in Al-Quds yesterday declaring a general strike and civil disobedience to protest this crackdown, and a part of this involves not going to work in Israeli workplaces and refusing to pay taxes uh, to the Israeli-run municipality and other state agencies. Now, Israeli company that has meddled in dozens of elections worldwide, tell us about that. So this is a, a major expose that has been conducted by, uh, you know, even Israeli media as well as a number of uh, prominent uh, media outlets around the world. Uh, and they've managed to penetrate and get to speak to the, uh, the head of an Israeli, uh, a team of Israeli contractors who, have, uh, who claim to have manipulated more than... 30 elections around the world uh, and the tools that they have in their arsenal is hacking, sabotage and automated, uh, automated disinformation on social media. Uh, the, 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 the man who goes by the pseudonym George, uh, J-O-R-G-E, uh, is actually a, a 50-year-old former Israeli special forces operative whose name is Tal Hanan. And uh, he has been working under the radar uh, in elections in various countries by his own admission for more than two decades. Uh, and uh, his claim to, to these un undercover reporters that he had meddled in 33 presidential level, uh, level election campaigns around the world. And by his claim, 27 of them uh, successfully. Uh, the main, as I said, the main, uh, at this particular moment in time, particularly uh, the uh, tools that they use is uh, a sophisticated software package, which uh, is called Advanced Impact Media Solutions or AIMS. 
And what it does is uh, this one single software package is able to employ uh, thousands of fake social media pro- uh, profiles, all coordinated uh, on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Telegram, Gmail, Instagram, and YouTube. And uh, the, the, the thing is, you know, for many of these social media accounts, you need uh, you need to verify yourself. Uh, the software package is able to do that. It makes it look as real as possible. Uh, it even uses the pictures, steals the pictures of real people to, uh, to, to make it seem as credible as possible. And uh, the, the reporters uh, spoke to him for more than six hours in secretly recorded missions, uh, uh, and they tried to obviously uh, solicit his services, uh, you know, as a means to gain insight into the work that he does. And uh, he, he spoke about how in previous elections he could gather intelligence on rival candidates, how he could, uh, you know, disrupt candidates' lives. Uh, by by even uh, you know making insinuations about their personal lives, which uh, which then would disrupt the campaigns at critical times, and uh, they, they actually have screen grabs on how uh, they, they managed to gain access to Gmail and Telegram accounts. And he's also boasted of planting material uh, that then was reported as legitimate news in mainstream um, media outlets. Again, the, the Israeli government would uh, would not comment on these allegations, but the fact that he was a special forces operative and his company, uh, one of his companies is listed as a, a service provider to the so-called Israeli Ministry of Defense, again, shows that there might be many hidden connections that are not spoken about, and this is not just a private company. But beyond that as well, uh, it, it just goes back to the Pegasus scandal, that tools that are developed and techniques that are developed to surveil the Palestinians are now being used to create mayhem and spread this information all over the world. Really appreciate it, and we look forward to chatting to you again next week, inshallah.